Hello, ladies and gentlemen, men and women alike, and welcome to Sister Talk, a podcast where we address the social issues that affect our women within our society. I'm your host, Leah Banks, you know, just a regular college student with an interest in bringing up those issues that need to be talked up. Now, without hesitation or delay, time to talk it up with Sister Talk. I don't need a book. So today's episode is one that I believe everybody needs to get involved in. It is something that is actually really, really common in college now, and that is college relationships, forming healthy bonds, not just relationships built on romance, but also friendships and just healthy ties. And we have a great guest coming up, so stay tuned after this brief, brief commercial from our sponsor, Landing Line. Tired of the usual spells of website makers that claim to be quote-unquote easy or quote-unquote simple? Want something more effective and concrete that'll benefit your business and y'all keep in mind that it's free? Check out Landing Lion, a website building site that'll benefit you and all your web design needs. They're constantly updating their features to best suit your web design fancies. Visit their website at www.landinglion.com for more information and to get started on your very own brand and business. And remember, start your brand with the Lion Plan. Now on to more Sister Talk. Hey, hey, hey. So on this episode of Sister Talk, we are going to discuss college relationships. Y'all hear me out. This is a stressful topic. If you are a college female, and sometimes a college male when y'all want to act right. But if you are a college female and you have had your ups and downs with college relationships, this is the podcast for you. So today we actually have a guest. We have Taylor Olivier today. She is a college student who honestly, I would love for you guys to hear her story on how her college relationships have gone, whether they be friendships or, you know, relationships with you know significant others but that's totally up to her if she wants to divulge in that because you know we ain't trying to call nobody out on this podcast but if you do get called out you know we gonna talk up the subject so hope you enjoy this episode let's talk it up on college relationships so today's episode is strictly on college relationships i'm here with taylor taylor you want to say hello to the guys hey guys so today's conversation you guys all we all literally men women young men young women some of us are still not above the age of 18 but that's none of my business um we still go through college relationships that are hectic toxic literally mean nothing but harm so taylor what is your take on anything that has to do with college relationships how do you feel like give us your story um they're definitely a lesson um, I think that's something that I had to realize, figure out, and um, eventually establish with some people as far as um, friendships go. Um, and I think they only help you grow, especially being in college. We're all still young, but we're getting to an adult age, you know, that legal age where your parents are just like, I'm not tolerating any of your foolery, right? So 
you have to learn and teach yourself what's right and what's wrong and the fact that you can't initially go out your way to hurt people for your own doing right 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 so when it comes to relationships obviously there's a respect thing at what point do you feel that respect has gone out of the window when it comes to healthy relationships healthy relationships whether it be friendships or you know (laughs) lovey-dovey all boyfriend girlfriend type relationships where do you feel like respect has hit its breaking point and has literally gone out of the window the moment that we have or the significant other has um addressed whatever was going on and it was that feeling of I don't care anymore. I, you don't think about the other person. When you don't think about the other person, what's in it for you? Right. Um, Okay, I can definitely agree with that because I have literally been in numerous relationships where there have been lack of respect and lack of literal trust. And I feel like trust plays a key role in how things ultimately play in to long-term relationships especially in college you're looking for like your soulmate hopefully or you're looking for somebody that you plan on spending the rest of your life with so in retrospect given the fact I'm assuming that you've been in like relationships before and everything when it comes to toxic relationships what advice would you give someone who ultimately has no way of planning for the demise of a toxic relationship because you know some people they see that it's toxic, but they don't want to accept it. So how exactly do you go about handling toxicity? Toxicity? I feel like toxicity <laughs> is a really great word, guys. Is that a word? <laughs> I don't even know if it is a word. I feel like, okay, well, we're going to go with the toxic part of a relationship. Right. Um, one thing I had to realize, your body will tell you before anyone else will. Amen to that. Okay. Your stomach, your mind, hell, your boobs, everything. Now, I don't understand how your boobs will tell about a toxic I mean, relationship. Look, Do they like they get sore? Start, yeah, they might start itching. Oh, you know, okay. So we you heard itching. some like, you heard some fake stuff and you know, you don't want to believe it because your mind will mentally not accept it because how you feel and how your heart feels is completely different than what the reality um, perspective is. Right, because I know that, I mean, I recently got out of a real toxic relationship and ultimately it it took a toll on me. It took a toll on me mentally and physically and although my boobs didn't itch, (laughs) even when I found out how toxic it was, I still wanted to maintain that sense of I have the memories that aren't toxic. Right. So what happens when you get over the memory phase and you're just like... I'm over it. Let's go. Should you be hostile? Is it like a confrontational situation? Are we throwing bows? Because, you know, females, look, I'm not condoning that. That's bad. Honestly, but the best thing to do if you genuinely mentally have decided that you are over it and that you are ready to be done, girl, when you are done, you are done. When you don't want to put it up with it, what? When you don't want to put up with it, you won't put up with it. You will be done. It won't even be. You'll be angry for a little bit because, dang, I've wasted my time with this person who I really realize ain't worth it. Mm-hmm. Right? You know? Mm-hmm. And that just, 
it settles in bad, but then it only lifts you up to the point where you are more powerful, you are more now educated about how much you just, you, you know now on, like when you are really done, you are done. And it is not a matter, I don't wanna fight. I don't wanna conversate. I don't want to establish a, a steady ground for both of us to be on. I'm done. And the best thing to do for me was really, like, as much as I wanted to do this, that, and the other, walk away. Let it go. Because that's just going to be the best thing for you. Now, granted, some people may just take everything that they ever, <clears throat> you know, made, burn it, you know, just all of this and that, you know, slash tires. But, like, I feel like the best thing to do is... I feel like there was so much shade in all of that. <laughs> but I'm you know, not going to go down um, there because that is not my tea to spill. <clears throat> we are talking up a subject, guys. <laughs> the shade has been thrown. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, as much as that, that's what you want to do. And believe me... The things that people have thought, the things that I have thought about what I wanted to do, they are real. Because you feel it, you are hurt, you are angry, you are pissed, and you have every right to be. But the lesson has been learned. And from that, end it, move forward, move on, do better, and keep it pushing. No, you talked about moving on. Now, ladies and gentlemen, when you have been done wrong, Guys, we all know that we have a tough time moving forward. Yeah. We all have an issue. We don't, whether it be eating ice cream, we're watching movies like Love Jones or The Notebook or whatever, or we singing these sad breakup songs. So what do you think is the best cure? Because, I mean, I feel like the best cure of getting over somebody is realizing the worth within yourself through, like, self-care, right. journaling, writing out right. how you feel so you don't have to, like, bottle it up, but just expressing it somewhere in, like, a way that ultimately you will not be violent or confrontational. Right. And also that has led to so many powerful things, you know, let you listen to, you know, those sad songs, those breakup songs that are like top hits now, you know, and that's mm -hmm. all good. Definitely self-care is all good to build yourself back up. Even if you, if you are insecure, you know, it's a realization that like, you know, I might not be okay right now, but I know that I'm going to make it because I have myself. Right. And I feel like, all right, um, guys, I know that like, I guess, like, statistically, guys take a shorter amount of time to get over a breakup. And mm -hmm. I don't really, I feel like that's just, like, a really, honestly, I honestly feel like that's not true. I don't either, because I feel like guys have this way about themselves. Like, when they really care for someone, it's going to take them a minute. Right. But when you have been cheated on or lied to or just put in a position to where it really changes your focus, how do you feel like, you should view people should you put everybody because you know oh all men are are dogs all men don't deserve this no, all men don't deserve that do you feel like everybody should be in that one category no not at all because i had to realize you know i feel like every woman and or man will go through that they'll be like all women are the same all dudes are the same but the honest truth is if you perceive them to be the same, you will continuously put yourself into those situations which are the same. You are not learning, you are not growing. 
that's by you mentally that's what you do but i feel like men personally no i feel like it's the opposite way of how they choose to move forward and you can ask because like i've been through this too you know my brother broke up with his girlfriend um and they have a child together so he was most definitely in his feelings but it was reverse we're sad then we're mad and then we're happy they're happy then they sad and then they're mad and then they're like oh look it's a new bitch right and i think that the one thing because my brother went through the same thing and I feel like the one thing that I can honestly say is for females, we have the crying stage. Right. And then we have the, okay, I'm going to have to just let him know that's the angry stage. And right. we're just sitting here constantly battling. And then there's the stage where you have this sense of, I'm content with being me. Right. Now... I've had numerous conversations with different young women about this, and ultimately the problem has been, I don't think that I can stand on my own. Now, when you feel like you can't stand on your own, you become dependent on someone else. Right. So how do you think that a female should go about being socially, emotionally, and mentally independent? And not having to depend on a male dominant figure or just a male companion. Because, I mean, we can have girlfriends and we can go out and we can just talk. Right. But when it comes to a male, like, other, I feel like we allow them to take so much control and so much out of us because we're nurturing people. But what else do we do? Like, how do we come to terms with ourselves and be that independent young woman? That is a very hard question because I feel like I just, I came to, I think I was talking to um, one of my friends and we were talking about this in my mind. It was kind of a stimulating conversation because I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, like until you love yourself and not just say you're comfortable, but be comfortable with being single. Be comfortable with yourself. Take your time with yourself. Go on dates with yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you by yourself and be okay with that and not be uncomfortable because I, I know that feeling. I've went through that where I felt like I don't like being single because I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm relying on a man, which should never be the case. Right, and the one thing that I can say, which is what my mom, my mom always taught me, if the, he ain't put a ring on it, he's just temporary. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what yeah. my mama has raised me on. And ultimately, self-love is important. It's you key. Because when you are insecure and you have no love or reflection for yourself that's positive, you cannot expect another person to have that, whether it be friendships, right. whether it be just a boyfriend or a girlfriend. You can't expect that person to sit here and say, you know what, she is really about it. She is beautiful, she is gorgeous, and she is secure within herself, and she knows exactly what her worth is. But until you get to the point where you can say that about yourself, right. there is no way in this world. You can't love anybody else until you love yourself. Mm -hmm. J. Cole said it best. J. Cole <laughs> did say it best. It was on his song. But I just, I don't know. I feel like, do you feel like our generation has really just put a damper on love? Do you feel like 
our generation is so hell-bent on being all men are dogs, it's all about me, but in, but in real life, down and dirty situations, we're too dependent. Honestly, yes. I feel like, and I honestly don't know where it came from. I don't know if it's the TV shows that we were watching as a kid, and I don't know if it's the parenting nowadays and what we are exposed to. Honestly, I'll say that. What we are exposed to is what we choose to go from from that point on, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, me personally, my, my, my parents are very old school. Mine are too. Mm-hmm. Very old school. And if you don't know what that is, then that, that right there is a problem. That is the original 90s movies that you see. He has to come to your house, meet your parents, talk to your dad, mm-hmm. and ask bring if it was flowers. okay. Mm-hmm. He got to bring you flowers, bring you home by 9 o'clock, and maybe, just maybe, we'll talk about another date. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lack of respect there. Guys don't see that respect on women. Like, it's just, oh, I met her at a club, and That's we just going to go out. We're, there's no respect. I feel like our specific generation doesn't have a respect for that significant other, whether it is female or male. I know we're going through a point in time where gender seems to be that subject of the matter. But in all honesty, it's about person. You're a person and yourself as a person. I feel like there's a lack of communication and I feel like there's a lack of respect. And I honestly wish I knew where it was coming from so I could stop that. But I feel like from this point on, now that we have the issues that we have, now that the way we grow and the way we are building ourselves to become as women is because of the hurt that we have had through the people of our generation. And you know, the sad part about it is that we gonna go in the world knowing or thinking, we gonna go in the world knowing or thinking or questioning. Man, like I done been through a lot. And I'm still here. I'm still making it, but damn. Right. And I honestly feel like I'm going to say men go through a lot, but I feel like I can't honestly say that a man can say the same thing because there's a lack of respect. Absolutely. And I don't know why. And it may be because our generation doesn't have that much percentage of a father figure. That goes for men mm-hmm. and women. And that is a lot of the things. But, you know, hey, I mean, our parents mostly grew up with two parents. Mm-hmm. You're right. And some did it. And, you know, the ones that didn't, didn't have that father figure, turn out to be the most respectful men. Right. So I can't even say that is what it is. It's such a, you can tell there's a divide. Right. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask this question because I feel like this is a question that every young woman has asked themselves at some point. When or if you could sit down and have a conversation with a younger version of you. So just think maybe 12 years old about relationships. What is one piece of advice that you would give your younger self? Don't believe everything you're told. Well, that is actually the best piece of advice I've ever heard, to be honest with you. Because I feel like that is ultimately, we are so much of like, Oh, he said he loves me. Oh, he said he cares about me. Oh, they said they're my best friend. Right. But then it's like the actions just do not follow up. And I feel like that is where we are literally lacking, is that we are not 
expecting people to to sit and be who they claim they are. We are expecting them to just sit and well, he said this, so I'm just gonna take his word for it. Yeah, but we're not problem. we're not letting people sit there and prove it. I feel like that's where our generation needs to come in, and that's not just for relationships. That's not just for friendships. That's not just for the politics that are going on right now. It's as far as like, that's my train of thought. Um, as far as like what's going on in the world between, you know, the president and Korea, Russia, uh, all of that, all of that. Literally yeah. everything. <laughs> all of that, all of that impeachment and everything. And everything, but you know, um, don't second guess yourself. But don't let that first guess be your answer and be your reason. Yeah, that is that is perfect. So, wow, this has been... Okay, this was actually a lot deeper, ladies and gentlemen, than I thought <laughs> it was going to be. But I feel like it was necessary to have this talk. So... Thank you, Miss Taylor, for coming in today no to talk time. to me, talk to me, talk to me. We talked up this conversation. So thank you all for listening. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sister Talk on Good and Healthy Relationships with my guest, Miss Taylor. So next episode will be pretty interesting for us ladies. It'll be ladies directed because it is about self-love, self-worth, and self-respect, something that we all need to discuss. So stay tuned for more episodes of Sister Talk. I'm sorry if I seem uninterested, no, I'm not. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Sister Talk. If you could, please like, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Also, you can visit www.sistertalk.org where you can look at past podcast episodes, look at guest profiles, suggest episode topics, review, or even take some previews of up-and-coming episodes. So, again, that's www.sistertalk.org. Be prepared to talk it up. Catch you guys next time. And I can hardly hear